Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast. I created this podcast along with my blog and brand to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life. I truly believe that we all have the power to live a life we love, and to do so, it's so important to be in tune with ourselves and be open to growing and evolving. I believe that once we can trust ourselves and our vision, that's when we can thrive. So with this podcast, I plan to discuss all things to do with self-reflection, personal growth, mindsets, and self-belief, all aspects that affect us in our everyday life. If you feel connected to my message and want to listen more often, I will be sharing one podcast a week, so make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're enjoying the beginning of spring. I know I am here in LA. The weather is gorgeous right now. I just spent this last weekend tanning, relaxing. It was so nice. Hope you're enjoying the weather wherever you are and just having a lovely week. So on today's episode, we have Loretta Ehoner, who is the founder of The Ambition Plan and a career change strategist for professional women. So the Ambition Plan is the UK's first digital career change platform it's for professional women with huge potential, but no clarity about what they want to do for a living. The Ambition Plan provides online programs, coaching, and events. And if you want to get involved or learn more, just stay tuned for the rest of the episode. So this whole episode is focused on realizing what you're passionate about and understanding that it's okay not to know. I really, really enjoyed this episode with Loretta. She talks about how she didn't know what she was passionate about and wanted to explore that and realize there was a huge platform for people who didn't know what they wanted to do. They didn't know what they were passionate about. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it. I think we kind of jump into a position or career just to tell others that we have one. And we don't actually take the time to reflect and think, what am I really passionate about? And some people do, of course, but Other times, we don't know, and that's okay. I've been there, and I still am there in many ways. I'm always exploring. In this episode, Loretta really talks about her personal experiences and how they led her to starting the admission plan, and so much more. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you can take something away from this episode, and you'll realize how inspiring Loretta's honesty is. And when you share your story, you make an impact, and you inspire more people to share their story, and more people to be vulnerable, and then that makes people feel less alone, and I know Loretta has done that. And with that said, let's get right into it. Hi, Loretta. Thank you so much for being here. Can you tell me about yourself and the ambition plan? What exactly do you do? Okay, well, the Ambition Plan is an online platform for women, mainly professional women who are ready to make a big change in life. It's mainly women who have kind of got high flying careers. They're doing well on the outside, but inside they don't feel fulfilled by having kind of walked the common path. So at the Ambition Plan, we kind of fly a flag for that and we help support them through working out what exactly they want to do with their life and actually taking that kind of bold step and making it happen. So we do that through, we do live events in the UK. Um, I personally run bespoke one-to-one coaching. We have online programs and it's a secret, but I think by the time this comes out, people know about it, but we're launching a private members group so that people can have more of that community, camaraderie, support, you know, um, all of that stuff in a close group with women who are really aligned with them. That's amazing. 
Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. And would you mind giving us some insight on your passions? Were you always passionate about helping professional women? What would you say attracted you to this field from your experience? I came into this because of my lack of passion, to be honest, because, you know, the ambition plan essentially was created with me in mind. So I've made a lot of career changes um, over the last kind of decade. I made five career changes. So I started life as a doctor. Then I went into fashion, kind of styling, merchandising. Then I went into print journalism and kind of worked on newswires, magazines, etc. Then I went into TV production and did some reporting, did some kind of producing for TV news channels, etc. Then I went into nutrition consulting. And then finally, I had another stint where I went back into journalism and kind of worked as a magazine editor. But then I started the ambition plan. So I kind of found with that journey, it was very lonely. People thought I was crazy because I was leaving these, I guess, impressive, high-flying careers. I'd get into them. They wouldn't be what I thought they I, they would be. They weren't fulfilling to me. And, you know, kind of the kudos, the prestige, the money just wasn't enough to make me stay. So I, I went on this extremely weird and lonely journey. Looking on the outside, it looked like I was sabotaging myself because I couldn't stick to anything. Um, I went back to uni four times. I ended up getting four degrees, two different certifications, because also it was lonely in that when you're an adult making a career change, no one helps you. When you're a child or when you're in uni, you know, you're supported, your hand is held. But when you, especially if you leave something like medicine, you know, I was almost threatened when I left because it was a people would kill to me in your position. You're throwing this away. So go figure it out on your own. No one's helping you. What made you want to try different career paths? Were you passionate about them or did you just want to dip your toe in different fields and try different things? No, I was always moving away from stuff. I'd get into something and then I'd realize it wasn't for me. And as I said, the money or the prestige or, you know, what I mean, everyone from the mm-hmm. outside thinking it was great wasn't enough to make me stay. It was really all consuming and depressing. So I'd leave. And some of the changes I made were definitely knee-jerk reactions. So when I left medicine and went into fashion, in my head, my problem with medicine was that it was very stifling. There was no creativity. You weren't allowed to think outside the box. So I moved to something that would allow me to do all of those things. But of course, because I was making it up as I went along, I didn't anticipate the problems that I'd have when I got into fashion because I didn't sit down and analyze myself as a person and what I wanted and what I was looking for. So I would just jump from one thing and I'd get into fashion and I'd think, well, actually, there's a part of me that's not, you know, there's part of my brain that's not being stimulated here. There's certain there's certain ways that I think that I work that aren't working for me. You know, small things like in fashion, especially when you're starting, you don't get paid. People want to pay you with favors and with clothes, not with money. But when you're living in London, you need money to live. It's just small things like that. And then people found it weird that I used to be a doctor and they thought I was just messing around in the world of fashion. So they were very kind of, um, they were basically acting like I was just not taking it seriously. So they were treating me in a very not very welcoming way let's just put it that way and in hindsight now I know it was their stuff but at that time I felt almost like when you're at school and you're the strange person and everyone's kind of like, oh you don't fit in here and you know so yeah lots of things mm-hmm. so it wasn't I didn't get into anything super passionate about it things just happened and I think that's why I started the ambition plan because there's all there's this thing in society that you're supposed to have this burning passion and a lot of people don't so what do you do when you're not passionate about anything like you're good at stuff like I'm good at getting into things, doing really well, applying myself, but it doesn't mean I go home and I'm walking on clouds and I'm loving it. I'm not. I don't particularly care that much for anything. So it's how do you create a career for yourself when you don't have an overriding passion? 
Yeah, definitely. And I really admire that because I think so many people think they have to fit in a specific box or choose a specific field. And then there's that pressure to have to be passionate about something. But I know you said you faced a lot of judgment. Would you say you face judgment from family and friends as well, being confused as to what are you doing? You have to decide on something? Or do you think you had a very strong core where you knew you would be fine? Or were you really affected by it, do you think? Um, In hindsight, it's different because my frame of mind now is very different. And I can see that I felt pressure at the time. But now I understand myself better. I know that pressure was coming from me. Like No one actually cared what I did. Um, you know, my friends would have jokes. I, the certain friends that I'd see sort of every six months, because that's just how life gets when you get older. And they would say, well, what is, what's your career now? And I would be on a different job every time I saw them. It'd be, okay, I'm doing this now. Okay, I'm doing that now. And we'd, you know, joke about it. But I know some people were thinking, oh, this, you know, it's not the most normal behavior, but what can you do? But the biggest person who was judging me was definitely me. A lot of people didn't understand. Strangers like to pass judgment a lot, make comments. I've been to interviews where I've been called in for an interview several times because they just wanted to see why someone would stop being a doctor to go and be a journalist for example and I'd come in I'd be like I've prepared for this interview you haven't called me for the job you've called me to talk about why I'm not doing medicine you should have just emailed me this is really disrespectful (laughs) then I've had other people making comments like oh you know you should when I turned 30 I had a job interview and someone said to me oh you're 30 now you really should know what you you know what you want to do with your life and again that really upset me and that stuck with me although now I'm thinking I can see that that was his stuff there's no pressure mm-hmm. for me to know I can not know what I want to do with my life until I'm 80. It's my life. It's none of his business. But at that time when people say things like that to you, you walk away and think, oh, you know, it's me. There's something wrong with me. Which, mm-hmm, again, definitely. is why I created the ambition plan. It was to give this place for people to come to and say, there's nothing wrong with me. There are loads of stuff. Loads of people like me. And if there is something wrong with me, then I don't care. Like, this is me. I deal with it. <laughs> of course. I love that. And I wanted to ask you, by starting the ambition plan, were you surprised to see how many people felt the same way and they just maybe never said it? Because a lot of people are in careers, but they may not even be passionate about it or admit that they want to try something new. So what did you learn from starting the ambition plan in that community? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, you know, I've been kind of blown away at the response it's had. It's picked up so much momentum. Kind of the audience has grown really quickly because it's not even been going for a year yet. And I think that's the reason, because I've just hit upon this thing that everyone has been quietly, not everyone, but a lot of people have been quietly feeling. But in society, you're kind of told to just shut up and get on with it. No one likes their job. Live for the weekend. Live till you're, you know, wait till you're retired and then you can have fun. And I think for the first time, someone was actively out there saying, it's okay not to know. It's okay to be making up as you go along and to be saying, I've made up as I've gone along. And guess what? I'm completely fine now. Like I'm more, I'm happier now doing this than I was when I was trying to, you know, play along with society. So I think that resonates because I have a lot of people who get in touch saying, you know, it's like I'm reading their mind, telling me their life story and all of this stuff. And yeah, so it, yeah, I think a lot of people admire that because a lot of people feel that way. They just would never admit that when you started the ambition plan, did you expect it to turn into a business or did you just start it for fun as a creative hobby? How did that play out? I started it. It's quite funny and not funny. It's just funny as in how life works. I started it as a kind of an online magazine because, as I said, journalism is one of the things. Health journalism, despite all my career changes, those are the two things that I've been quite consistent with kind of in the background. So I wanted to have a platform to just write. So I started it as kind of a blog magazine type thing. And it was kind of, let's see what happens. And yeah, it took off on its own. I never, you know, now I do the events, I do the coaching, doing the group stuff. None of that was a plan. 
it was just I started doing it and people said well can we have events can we meet up in real life and I thought okay now we're doing an event and it was the same thing of people I told my story and people said oh can I work with you because initially when I started it I got a group of coaches career coaches together and I said oh if anyone wants support I'll send you to the career coach and what I got was just lots of people coming to me saying I don't want the career coach I want to speak to you about what you've done and I want to know how to do what you've done so that's then how I started doing all of the mentorship part of things um and even this, you know, community that we're launching now, it's the same thing. It's been from people saying, oh, can we have this now instead? So it's all been very organic, which is interesting because it means I don't ever know what is coming around the corner. But it's been nice. I guess that's how, you know, the best things turn out. They just happen. Definitely. And I love your mindset. Do you think do you think you're very open to the unknown and that excites you, especially since it seems like you're very open to trying new things and opportunities that are arriving? Do you does it scare you more, do you think, the future? Or do you like not having a routine or a specific plan in mind, just seeing how things play out but working hard towards them? Yeah. I mean, I don't like not knowing how things are going to turn out. But I've been, as I said, I've spent 10 years being overly controlling. And, you know, all the career paths I went down had very clear pathways. Mm-hmm. That didn't work for me. So it's kind of that I've had my fingers burned. I've tried five times to plan everything out. It hasn't worked. So my brain has said, you know what, maybe try not planning so much. As long as you have a steady income from somewhere, you can just leave it to just happen as it wants to happen. But yeah, no, it's still terrifying, obviously. Yeah. But deep down, I know that it's the right thing to do. The other way just doesn't work for me. If you don't mind sharing, did you grow up in an environment where you were encouraged to be true to yourself and listen to your gut? Or how did you become so in tune with what you want? Um, no, I mean, I come from, my family's from Nigeria, so it's a very traditional African family whereby everything is very um, book oriented you know it's very you do degrees because people no one can take that away from you Um, you have to fight you know I'm black so again there's the whole stereotype of fighting yourself fighting in society to be seen as equal frankly so that's another you know you don't have the luxury at least I didn't have the luxury of saying oh I want to do this I want to do that because it's actually it been instilled in me that I'm coming from a place of disadvantage. So I have to work 10 times as hard as everyone, which means I get, I don't have the luxury of doing frivolous things. I need to just do something that's going to make me be respected in society, etc. So that's why I got into the initial careers I got into. You know, if it's a long-standing joke with kind of African families that you've got three different professions, that you can either be a lawyer, a doctor, or an engineer. So <laughs> you literally get to the end of school and you pick one and you do it because there's a respect profession. So yeah. Definitely wouldn't say I was encouraged <laughs> to yeah. do my own thing and follow my intuition. But the more I've been doing it, I would say I've definitely had an impact on um, my family in terms of their traditional views because they're seeing things working out for me, even though I'm doing things in a very haphazard manner. So they are definitely coming around to this side of this way of thinking. Yeah, that's very admirable. And I really like that. And despite all those maybe struggles or judgment you've been through, this whole show is about being your most true self and being authentic to yourself. And I feel like you represent that really well. And so I wanted to ask you, what do you think living your most authentic life means to you? Um, I would say, first of all, understanding yourself. You can't do that. If you don't know who you are, what you want, what makes you tick, then whatever version of yourself you that exists in that moment isn't really you. It's kind of a caricature of you. It's a you that you think you should be. So yeah, first of all, it's sitting down and taking time to understand yourself. And then once you do that, it's working with 
that in mind in terms of the decisions you make on a daily basis. It's, is this aligned with who I am? Does it feel good to me? Or am I doing it for other people? Bottom line is you just trust your gut. You can always tell. Like You know that everyone knows that. Sometimes things just don't sit right with them. And a lot of us just ignore it. And we say, oh, it'll be fine. I'm being silly, whatever. But the truth is your gut doesn't really lie. So, Of course. And from someone who has experience, what would you tell someone if the listener is someone who doesn't know what they're passionate about and they feel stuck and they don't know what to try or what to start next? What advice would you give to them? I'd say exactly what I say to all my clients. Stop thinking so much. A lot of people think, think, think. People come to me and they say, oh, yeah, yeah, so I need to go and have a think. And I keep saying, well, you know, if you could think your way out of this situation, you would have thought your way out of it already. That doesn't work. Step back. Goes back to what I said before. First of all, work out what do you, not what do you want from your career, like what do you like want from life? You as a person, what makes you tick? And once you know that, you then, you just take your hands off it a little bit. Things just have a way of working out if you stop meddling so much. And once you do stop meddling, ideas come to mind i always give the analogy of having a shower people always get brain waves the minute you stop ruminating you go into the shower great ideas pop into your head and that's just because you've let it go because everyone knows what they want to do deep down in terms of you know what works for them what's aligned with them it's just most of our heads are really really busy so we don't give it space to come through so you just need to give yourself a bit of a break Definitely. And I love the whole idea behind the ambition plan, just the fact that it focuses on professional women, but it also embraces the fact that it's okay not to know everything and we're all figuring it out and trying new things. So at least for you and you have this business now, do you think it's more important to trust and believe in your abilities or to be consistent and hardworking or a balance of both? What what would you say matters more? I would say... I mean, a balance of both, but honestly, just be consistent. Because, and I had this conversation with a client last night who was, you know, having a little wobble. Um, you won't always trust and believe in yourself, fact. But if you always just follow through, things will work out fine. And I, I'm stealing it from someone else, but there's a phrase about that competence breeds confidence. And it's so true that the better you become at doing something, the more confident you become. And it's because you see good results as a you know reflection of what you've done. So you do it more and more. But the only way to get out is just to be consistent. Even when you feel like crap, you don't want to do it. No one's listening. No one cares. You're making no money. You just keep going and you get to that place. And then that's when the self-belief and the confidence starts to build because you see that you're actually doing it. But if you wait to be confident, you're not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I agree. I think if you wait to be motivated and confident all the time you're going to have days where you don't feel that way and then you won't post something or create but if you're consistent then you'll eventually see results and I think that's a better habit to have so thank you so much I really appreciate you being on the show and before wrapping it up I wanted to ask you what's coming up next for the ambition plan and where can listeners follow Cool. Okay. Well, we are talking of consistency. So we are <laughs> consistent across social media. So the ambition plan is just theambitionplan.com. And in terms of handles, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Instagram is probably my most active platform. Again, it's just at the ambition plan. In terms of what is coming up, still doing the bespoke coaching. So that's um, clarity and strategy. So for anyone who kind of knows they have super high potential and they just feel like they're wasting it and they want to just sit down with someone and work out what the hell they're supposed to be doing with their life, putting together a plan of action and getting it done. That's what that's all about. And then, as I said, launching in the next month, our brand new members club, online members club, um, basically for women who are serious about smashing their goals this year. 
don't want to settle anymore. They either want to make a big career change. They might want to start a business. They might want to step up the career ladder, whatever it is. They know that they need help with the clarity piece. They know they need help with putting a plan together, with taking action, and most importantly, with just getting support, accountability, and motivation. So it's a close group of, it's going to be a couple of hundred women, and it's just everyone cheering each other on, keeping everyone on track, motivated, accountable, and getting support from some really exciting experts that I've got on board for this project. So that's the big thing that I'm working on at the moment. And then we've got a few other <laughs> side projects. Just there's some really exciting collaborations coming up later on in the year and new things that we're doing. But that's all secret at the moment. So you just have to watch this. Okay. <laughs> well, then we'll just have to make sure that listeners follow. I'll make sure to include all the info in the description of this episode. And thank you so much for being here, Loretta. I really appreciate it. I really, really do. I know you're in Bali too. So thank you for taking the time. Thank you. It's no problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really appreciate Loretta for being on the show. She was in Bali when we Skyped. So I was so thankful to her to even take the time. And I know she was super busy, so that was really cool of her. I personally really love this episode, and I haven't really heard of something as similar to the Ambition Plan because, of course, there are career coaches or there are businesses that help people, of course, with career changes. But I just was so attracted to the Ambition Plan. I followed them on Instagram originally because of all the super motivating and great content that is shared. But specifically, I love the fact that Loretta is so open to explaining that even though she worked a job and she was in a career and she was doing that like she still didn't know what she wanted to do and she was very open about it she was very open to saying i don't have a specific passion i think that's so refreshing to be that raw and honest because it's easy to compare when we're figuring out what we want to do we think oh everyone has it figured out and a lot of people that are in jobs may not even have a passion for it and they're just doing it because they have to because they have to pay the bills or because they want to look good from the outside we put this pressure behind having a passion and knowing what you want to do and you want to change the world or you want to do this or you want to be a doctor and help people or you love law or you love music whatever it is but sometimes we just don't have one or we feel lost and I'm sure it makes people feel alone and the thing is I felt like I have so many different passions and I don't know what to focus on and at the same time I thought but I don't know what I would really do long term and that's intimidating that we have to choose. I remember senior year of high school my counselors were like, "Well, what do you want to major in? So what do you want to do? What's the next step?" And that would lead to obviously your major and then what college you want to go to and then what you're going to study and then kind of once you choose your major, it's almost like, "Okay, this is what you're doing." So I think it puts that pressure on people to have it figured out and to have to know right away when in reality you just need to take the first step. You just need to try. We also see people who are doing really well or they're successful in what they're doing and we think it was so easy for them. And obviously everyone has a different story, where they came from, but most of the time it wasn't that easy and likely tried different things. For example, this podcast alone, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to start this podcast and have my first guest right away. No, this whole thing started off as like a fitness wellness blog. I just started this off for fun on Instagram as literally just to motivate me with fitness and meet other people who were into wellness and fitness. And then I completely changed what I was doing. Over time, I kept posting, trying new things. So then after that, I 
turned it into Tara Munt. And slowly over time, I started a podcast and then I had solo episodes and now I have guests on the show and I'm starting to get more people and stay consistent. And I'm so passionate about this and so passionate about learning other people's stories and sharing that and just being your best self and always self-reflecting. I'm so passionate about it. If one person could take that time out of the day to be authentic to themselves and self-reflect, it becomes a chain reaction. It inspires more people to do so, to be vulnerable and raw. And even though Loretta has an incredible business with the Ambition Plan, her actions of just being vulnerable and raw inspired so many women, I'm sure, and men. Even though her business is focused on professional women, I'm sure she has inspired so many people with just her story. Just saying, you know what, hey, I may be working this job right now, but I really don't know what I want to do. I really don't think I have a passion or I don't know where to start, or I want to change career paths, or say a woman comes up to her and she's like, I'm 40 years old, I'm 50 years old, I want to change career paths. I want to start something new because I realize it's never too late. It's never too late. I don't know what I will be doing in 10 years from now. I do have a specific vision in mind and can imagine what my life will be like in 10 years, but at the same time, I have no clue because who knows Who knows if I will discover a different passion and follow a different route then? Who knows what opportunities will present themselves? It's not as simple as these are your majors, these are the jobs, you have to stick to that for the rest of your life and then you die. Every day is a passion project. Every day we're discovering something new about ourselves. If you ever think it's too late, it's not. It's never too late. And of course you may think, this is coming from a 24-year-old, what do you know? But I hope to have that mindset for the rest of my life. I mean, we're all going to leave this earth eventually, so why not just do it? Say you're 60 and you have another 30 to 40 plus years to live. You'd rather say, oh, well, that's my life, it's too late, and be unhappy for the next 30 plus years? Or try something new, and you may be a beginner again, it may be scary, it may be hard. We all have to start somewhere. I'm still so early on in my journey, and I still feel like I've grown so much. I had a fitness account and I just took mirror selfies. I wasn't interacting with people in the same way that I am now. I wasn't self-reflecting in the same way I am now and trying so hard to work on myself and my business. And I'm proud of that. And I hope I'm always growing. I hope I'm always open to changing career paths or having multiple passions. It's okay. It's 2019. It's no longer you have this major, you have this job, that's your passion. You have that nine to five and you die. No, (laughs) there's so much more to life. I really enjoyed this episode with Loretta. I think the ambition plan is honestly such an incredible idea. And it's just so fascinating because so many people relate, I'm sure, but not that many people would speak up. Clearly, Loretta is such a strong, brave woman for just being honest. Being like, hey, I'm not passionate about anything. I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. We put so much shame around being confused and not knowing what we want to do or, or not having a passion. Honestly, what I'm doing right now all came from the question, What are you passionate about? Because I think at that point, people would ask me that so much after graduation, after I graduated college. And so I would just respond with, I guess the music industry, I guess this and that. And it's because I sang my whole life. I do think the entertainment industry is fun and great. And I honestly would probably enjoy working in it. But I realized there's something else I'm more passionate about. I've discovered a different passion and I'm going to go with that. I could say, oh, I had so many internships that were related to music and all of this and that, and nothing's ever a waste. I learned a lot of social media skills, a lot of marketing skills, a lot of interpersonal skills. I think it's so incredibly important to realize that all your past experiences help you now. 
Just because you worked in a different industry doesn't mean that you wasted time, not at all. We always learn something. Even if it was a completely different industry, I'm sure there are skills you've learned that can help you now. So I hope you don't ever think, I wasted time, I should have done this earlier, I discovered my passion too late. Or if you think, I still don't know what I'm passionate about, keep trying new things, keep exploring. It may not be easy. Of course, if you have a family and you're at a certain age where you have to stay in this one position to support your family and yourself financially, I totally get that. But research or ask people, network, see what you can do. There's always something you can do. We always think there's not enough time, but there is. Even if it's the last 10 minutes of your night, you have a little interest in a different career path and you're not sure. You don't know if you want to jump into it. You don't know what it's like. Reach out to someone on LinkedIn, on online. DM them and ask them what they do and what it's like. I just hope you realize that if you feel stuck, if you feel like you don't know what you're passionate about, you have to just do something. You just have to try. You can't just sit there and wait to figure it out or complain or wish you just had a passion or feel upset about how everyone else is doing something and you're not or how everyone else has a specific career and they're passionate about something and you're not because you don't know people's lives someone could be thriving in a specific industry and they may hate what they're doing that may not be their passion maybe they never even took the time to explore that so don't look at people from the outside and assume you know And you have to try things. If I didn't work in advertising, I wouldn't have realized that that's not what I want to do. Nothing against it. It's just not what I personally am passionate about. I could try so hard. I could work so hard. And I did work hard there. I gave it my all, but I wasn't passionate about it. And I realized if I stay here and I just climb this ladder just to, you know, make money and be happy temporarily, that's not me being true to myself. It's going to bite me in the butt eventually because I will be so unhappy that it'll just crush me. It wasn't easy going from a steady income and having that independence financially to kind of not having much and just trying to work on my own business and thinking long-term. It wasn't easy. You know, my ego was kind of bruised and I had a lot of pride at the beginning. But I realized I know I am passionate about this. And I know if I work so hard in what I'm passionate about and I stay consistent and I be kind and just a good person, I don't see how things can't work out. And if they don't, I try something else in the future. I'd rather make those sacrifices and figure out what I do want to do, what I'm passionate about, than just jump into a box. And so I am so thankful to Loretta for being honest and speaking her truth, possibly being very judged at the time for figuring out what she wanted to do and not just staying at a specific job because it looks good or doing what others expected of her. And now she's helping so many people, so many professional women thrive and figure out what they want to do and being okay with being confused and just not knowing maybe you haven't even discovered what your passion is maybe you have to try so many things before you find it why settle for the few things you know when there's so much to explore so just keep taking that first step keep trying new things if you're trying something and you don't like it move on to the next even just if you're working a full-time job you don't like like i said on your off time explore different options ask people network try different things in life not even just career in life so that was quite a rant (laughs) i'm really passionate about not knowing your passion if that makes sense so thank you to loretta for being on the show for just being herself for starting the ambition plan and for giving us some insight i really hope you enjoyed the episode i hope you took something from it and if you've ever felt alone and confused about not having a passion I hope you know that you're not alone and that so many people, so many people feel that way. You just may not see that and not that many people express it. 
Everyone's on such a different journey. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It's never too late. If you would like to follow The Ambition Plan on Instagram, you can do so at The Ambition Plan. Like Loretta said, The Ambition Plan social media is all pretty consistent. So it's theambitionplan.com, at The Ambition Plan on Instagram. And all that information will be in the description of this episode. If you would like to leave a review on Apple iTunes, that would mean so much. If you have any guest suggestions, if you have any topic suggestions, whatever it is, please feel free to message me. I always include all my info in the description of this episode. If you've been listening to the episodes and enjoying, thank you so, so much. I can't say it enough. If you could even just take one thing away that can help you from all these episodes combined, that's all I can hope for. So with that said, I hope you have a lovely rest of your week and I will catch you all next Thrive Thursday.